at yeah, least Europe now, yeah. At least I looked. <laughs> I yeah. well, that was a great show. Yeah. yeah oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oh. Gonna go and edit. Oh, right. Oh, shoe cool. time. Hmm. Well, about to eat that shoe, ladies and gentlemen. But not this week. You ain't getting me now. I caught it. Rezo ain't eating a shoe with this motherfucker. Hand that shit to Pete. He probably needs it more than I do anyways. I ain't eating that shit. Have you, uh, excuse me, Rezo. Have you seen me? I'm fat. I don't need <laughs> any more food. Eat that boot, motherfucker. Spray. Uh, what do you... Put some put some butter on it or something. I don't know. Fucking Wait, that's that's what Americans do. That's your your jurisdiction. Ooh, you're right. Yeah. Egg? Oh, he deep fry it. Egg? Put some egg on it? Yeah, yeah I'll just put a fried egg on it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Some egg. It's all it's all good. So I'm gonna tell you all the truth about what I've been up to this week, because it has not been a productive week. I mean, I've been productive, but not in the way you might think. <laughs> not productive, productive. Yeah, okay. not. <laughs> Time to yeah, not not productive in a way I'm proud of. <laughs> so I sometimes find my small obsessions that I find myself getting into, and I found my new obsession, and I don't know how I feel about it. I found oh. the I found the 40k universe. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and I have delved deep into that lore, and here I am, a broken and battered man. <laughs> Are you not painting everything red? Not, no, I haven't bought miniatures. No, I haven't gotten that. No, we're not going. No, I mean there. generally, to make them faster. Uh, <laughs> bro, that part of the orc fucking lore drives me nuts. <laughs> That that's just that's just a thing they do. If enough yep. orcs believe something, that shit just happens. That's just that's just <laughs> what it is. If the if if enough orcs believe that this hunk of junk with wheels on it will go faster if it's painted red, guess what, motherfucker? It's going faster it when it's painted red. That sounds like a lot of the street racing community in my area. <laughs> it is the most absurd thing I've ever that was a 40 minute dissertation on the orc lore and i i listened to that entire thing and 10 minutes of it was devoted to just how ridiculous of a concept the orcs are oh they put together these massive scrap heap mechs that shouldn't work these things shouldn't be able to do anything but because the orcs believe it so guess what motherfucker we're playing Mech Warrior now. Here we go. Strap in. And then I made the mistake of like looking into like the community and shit for 40k. That was a fucking mm -hmm. mistake. Turns out there are actually stupid people who think there are good guys in the 40k universe. <laughs> not not really sure where they got that idea from. <laughs> not really sure. Where you all got that idea from? Oh, the Imperium of Man. They're the they're the good guys. No, <laughs> what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the religious zealots. They're the good guys. The ones who literally blow up planets out of pettiness. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that, buddy. Yeah. So for whatever reason, people that play them are suddenly. Turning into Nazis because they're playing them? Uh, what? 
I wouldn't call I wouldn't mm. call them Nazis. No, not the not the not the Imperium themselves, but there oh, are people maybe. that complain about uh, people playing Warhammer and playing the side of the Imperium. Oh, and for whatever reason, they associate those people to the, the right. Oh, mm. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is the same community on the in- same bunch of people on the internet that call people Nazis for saying bad words. Yeah, no, I don't. The more I read up on that nonsense, I'm like, wait, y'all really, y'all really looked at the Imperium and said, yeah, they're the good guys. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> cool. Wait. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on keeping on, my dudes. You really. Yeah, on to- totally unrelated note, did you know Chairman Mel was, you know, Misunderstood. (laughs) (laughs) Happens to the best of us, man. Happens to the best of us. (laughs) No, I am not going to say that famous Australian did nothing wrong. Nope, I'm not going to. (laughs) Happens to the best of us. We all make mistakes sometimes, man. We all make mistakes. (laughs) Yep. So yeah, that happened. That's been a week of diving into lore. I <laughs> I don't regret it, but I think not I could entirely. Have, I think I could have spent my time better. I don't know. How, I don't know what I would have been doing instead. But I feel like I could have spent my time better. Don't don't ask me what else I could have been doing because I don't. I I have no idea. I don't have hopes or dreams or aspirations. I just do things. So, you know, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, like it or not. That has been my week realizing the 40K universe is somehow more absurd than the SCP universe that I had also delved into. And that's a tough pill for me to swallow because the SCP (laughs) universe was already ridiculous for me. It was already a brain-bending mess. So when I get into the 40K universe and realize that, like, orcs. <laughs> Not, like, any particular aspect of the orcs, but just the orcs in general uh-huh. <laughs> are a thing. I'm like, oh, cool. There's, like, space marines and uh-huh. orcs. And giant bug monsters that devour entire planets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tyranids. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. That is some next level... Yeah, it's Zerg. I mean, Tyranids. Yeah, Zerg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which one? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Now that you bring it up. <laughs> they have some shocking similarities. You can't, you can't, you really can't get rid of them without destroying the planet that they're on. They're really not. You can't stop an or yeah. you can't stop an infestation of either of them without blowing up a planet. Or and like, then you get reminded that the first uh, iteration of StarCraft was pretty much just Warcraft in space. I don't need to know that. Hmm. Didn't need to know that. 
don't don't really, mm-hmm. don't really don't really need to know that. All right, Pete. <laughs> what what keeps you busy these days? What what has your attention? Unfortunately, oh, no. you know, being an adult and trying to buy a house is unfortunately distracting me quite a lot at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but outside of that, uh, if I'm talking generally, I would say PC gaming is now keeping me interested, which is very oh. weird for me. So I upgraded my PC not not too long ago and decided that I was going to actually pick up a modern game to play on it. So to test it out. So I've been playing Resident Evil 4 Remake ah. on it. And, uh, oh boy, it runs like a dream. <laughs> so I've been saving mostly. Oh, it's, no, I'm not even joking. It runs fantastically on PC. I'm surprised that Capcom oh, actually could put together a good port on PC because I thought <laughs> they didn't do that. Yeah. I mean,. PC ports have been... I think Capcom has been pretty decent in that regard. I'm sure. The last time I tried to read up about them doing a PC port, it didn't go but uh-huh. do too well, I don't think. I think they've still got problems with Street Fighter Cross Tekken games for Windows. I mean, Street Fighter Cross Tekken... I mean, that's a bad game anyway. To some degree. And how old is that? And how long has that not been supported? Uh, so this, this shows how long it's been since I've been interested <laughs> yeah. in trying anything PC related. Showing my age now. Hmm. So what do you I think? Mean, they've what done do you... Monster Hunter World, Rise, Street Fighter V. So Let's I think those are that. pretty good. Those what ports have been yeah, Street Fighter V too bad, actually. I think uh, from what I've played of Street Fighter VI at a uh-huh. recent event, that was running on PC and ran particularly well as well. So, uh-huh. yeah. So this was know... essentially just a benchmark test to make sure Street Fighter Six will work perfectly decently on my PC. Uh-huh. And in a few days, the demo for that will be available on PC as well. Yes, I've avoided downloading it for PS5 already, just so mm. I can wait. <laughs> oh, if if Pete's picking up, I'm gonna have to break out my stick because. Uh... Someone's getting clapped on PC. That's about to happen. Got my my stick ready and waiting right there. (laughs) You'll probably probably beat me, for sure, because I suck. Wait, whoa, whoa. All right, listen. Believe it or not, I haven't been playing a lot of fighting games lately. I've I've actually stepped back a bit. All right. The last Mm. fighting game I've put any time into was Strive, and that was pretty much after launch okay and i haven't touched i haven't touched it since biken came out wow that's quite a while while. yeah they're about to say i i tried biking out and then i got really upset she was so different from her exard uh rev 2 version Mm -hmm. Uh because she's lacking a lot of the tools that i kind of thought she would have and now she has this really stupid mechanic where she can, like, tie someone to her. Uh-huh. It's like this weird thing where, like, she throws That's a grab- That's essentially a hook shot that she yeah. uses to... It, they're bound to her. They're they're literally, like, yeah. bound to her. I so, hate it. Uh-huh. I fucking so, hate it. So, essentially, Guile's handcuff from Street Fighter, the yeah. movie, the game, yeah, just not it's... broken. <laughs> and, like, they made her parry... Her parry now is, like, only one frame. 
Oof. That's that's how Yeah. It's one frame. You get one like her original parry in Exard and like Rev two was way more than one frame. You get one frame, motherfucker. That is it. You get like a couple of frames at best with the animation, and that is it. If you fuck that up, well, guess what, motherfucker? I hope you're not playing against a character with the touch of death combo, because you might just be dead. So so basically like playing Street Fighter 4 then. Depending where every the... combo is essentially a yeah, one frame. Yeah, most combos were just, you know, am I dead yet? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. So what do you oh, think oh, of... Oh, uh... yeah, so, so sure you FADC? Yeah, cool, thanks for that. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you think about uh, RE4 so far? RE4 rules. It's so good. Um, I was really worried about it actually going into it uh, because I'm I'm a massive fan of the OG game. I pl- bought and played it on on launch day, completed it like within the day, and just did a second run almost immediately of it. It was like so. I was particularly worried that they were going to get rid of a lot of the uh, the gloriousness that was the OG game, like some of the some of the dialogue is obviously gone, which is mm-hmm. quite unfortunate, but I get what they were doing in terms of the tone with the writing in this one. They're trying to make it a little bit more <laughs> I, I know this is gonna sound stupid, a bit more believable. But, <laughs> you know <laughs> um, like, considering Leo... what kind of footage I've seen of it, uh Yeah, I know. Like dialogue wise, I think they're trying to actually make yeah. it a character okay. rather than like dialogue wise, okay. Yeah, building up that's... the characters more. I can see that. No, that's more of what I meant. The action wise is completely <laughs> nonsensical at times. It's just ridiculous. But there, they've even even added to the absurdity. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, what the only thing I would say about this, and this will probably be the only criticism that I will have of RE4 I... remake, is mm-hmm. I think they may have made it a little bit too long than it needed to be. Hmm. They, I mean, they've they, cut out things from. They the, have cut uh, out things, but there are sections where they've included, like a Louise section, which is great. That mm. probably overstays its welcome a slight bit. Like mm. the vast majority of like people I've seen playing this have probably done their first runs in about fifteen to eighteen hours, mm-hmm. and the original game I think was about twelve to thirteen. So they've added a little bit extra, and I don't think all of it is great. Um. Ada sucks. Ada sucks so bad. (laughs) Like I like the character model is fantastic. Like it's such a good character model. But the minute she opens up her mouth, oh boy. Yeah, we talked about that uh, in one of the last shows, I think. Okay. Well, I won't delve any more into that then. Uh Yeah, you've all seen and heard. Yeah. Uh huh. But at least going by (laughs) how long to beat. Um. The original from 2005 and the 2023 is pretty much the same length. <laughs> okay, well, I must have done it so somewhat quicker than, than that. Then. Mm-hmm. They've oh. essentially uh, probably just cut out just about as much as if they've added, mm. with uh, it totaling 15 and a half hours on average, according to that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, At least if you stick to the main story. If you go with sides, um, it's 19 and a half. Yeah, I think that's probably where some of the the extra bit is with the uh, the merchants, um, the merchants' objectives. 
Mm, completionist is another thing. Mm. That is significantly longer in the uh, remake. Yeah, that, I'm not according to this, 48 hours back then it was 31. 48 hours? Jeez. God. I guess that's multiple runs to unlock everything. Yeah. Very likely, yes. God. Damn. Mm. Yeah. I don't know how it's pro that probably counts all the achievements and all that, and some of those might uh, might be uh, extensive. Yeah, I'm, I think so. I, I do think some of them are some of the achievements are reliant on a mul on multiple playthroughs because it would probably mm -hmm. require you to do a new game plus run on it. I, I guess it depends on what you're getting out of it. Because mm. for me, I'm not a fan of like getting toys only after I've beaten the game once. I, I don't really like that to me doesn't always I'm not saying I should just get the cool stuff by just playing the game, mm -hmm. but I'm not always very incentivized for me to like go back and like replay a game just to get a mm -hmm. cool toy that I kind of feel like I should have just been able to interact with. And, I'm not yeah. even sure it's about the toy. I'm not even sure it's about additional toys that you would get. This is also like the same argument I've always had about like collectibles and like hidden shit in games, where I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like, there's certain levels of hidden that I'm like, okay, that's fair. Like, mm. you know, it's obscured, but like a player could figure this out, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like that kind of thing. And then there's some shit where I'm like, how would you ever figure this out? Why would you ever make that assumption? Why, how would you know to talk to this bookcase 47 fucking times, leave the <laughs> building twice, and then talk to a random NPC who only spawns at night? <laughs> also, leave the building twice without entering it again. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. gotta figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, fig yeah, figure that one out. It's part, it's part of the directions, all right? I think I figured it out. It's called a guide. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, because I get comments now where it's like, if I complain about like a secret or collectible, they're like, oh, Reza doesn't understand what it means to be hidden in a video game. I'm like, shut up. I know no, exactly they're... what it means for an item to be hidden, motherfucker. That's not the problem here. It being hidden it... is fine. When it's obscured. When you make yeah, when, it... when, when you make the process of me getting this thing that I want either entirely ridiculous mm. or the process of getting it is so unclear that even me trying to explain it to someone, there are still like 45 fucking question marks attached to it. Mm. Ah! Yeah, so now RE4 Remake does this reasonably well, actually. There's some collectibles in there called the Salazar Trophies, and they're dotted basically throughout the campaign. Now, some of them are in quite obscure places, but there's always a tell from them, because as you get closer, they start to, like, the gears are cranking so you can actually hear them. Ah, that's mm. neat. So it works. You know there's a collectible around that area, so it gives you the idea to sort of go and have a look around. So mm -hmm. I, I think that system works well, plus with the um, some of the merchants' tasks, especially with the uh, the blue emblems. Like As soon as you take that task, they show up on your map anyway, so you get a general idea of where oh, they thank are. Thank God. 
Yeah, it just might require a little bit of backtracking, that's about it. And the thing, like, backtracking doesn't even, like, bother me. Like, I could deal with... Because, like, that's a thing now in, like, RE4, the new RE4, right? Now there's, like, actual, like, you can go backwards to, like, old areas. Uh, Yeah, only until a certain point. There's, I think there's uh, bits in the castle and then bit in the village. So there's a bit in the village, like, towards the end of that section where the merchant will specifically tell you to take care of anything you have to do because you won't be coming back. So I think Uh that's sort of the game telling you, yeah, make sure you've covered it all. Um, Because there's a cutscene that happens that essentially locks you off of that section for the rest of the game. And I think it's the same again in the castle when you go up to... I can't remember the final section. But, yeah. Hmm. So it's, it's it, it is... The game tells you that in-game, essentially, and not just via a pop-up yeah. box or something like that. That's good. Yeah, luck- luckily enough, because I, um, I had a merchant task that I still had to do that was around the village. So I got to that section, and he went mm-hmm. and said that, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've got the biggest, like merchant task to do that gets me the most amount of reward I better go and do that just so happen to be the most difficult of course obviously you know there <laughs> is something i would like to see like reviewers mm-hmm. cover i know they're not going to but i think it would be interesting if like reviewers actually like when they review like the pc version of the game i want them to actually like review the pc controls like the keyboard mouse no. controls and just be like yeah, they're all right. It's it makes sense, cause like mm-hmm. so much of like PC gaming these days has been relegated to using a controller. I don't think I don't think people realize how much, like aside from like first person shooters, right? Like those are first person mm. shooters, uh, some top down shit, shit that like actually requires a mouse. A lot of the yeah. big AAA games like that people want to play. You're, yeah, you're, AAA you're, games. You're, you're playing specifically. You're yeah. playing them with the controller. You're 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 busting out your Xbox controller mm-hmm. and playing it with the controller. Yeah, which is with with AAA games, you can pretty much just go by the default of yeah, these controls aren't gonna be good on keyboard and mouse. So from yeah. what I've seen about it from people, uh, some streams that I have watched of it, the PC controls for RE4 Remake weren't too bad. I haven't tested them myself because, oh. yeah, I'm not a, a, a you know traditional PC player. Uh, well, a lot of it has always just been like nonsensical binding of certain things to certain keys that don't make any reasonable sense to have a binding like on that like. When you think about where your uh-huh. hand placement is on a keyboard, mm. yeah. you know, traditionally speaking, it's W. Yeah, it's the WASD. It's what. Yeah. So any button uh-huh. you have to have the player press need to be within a reasonable proximity to WADs. Elsewise, you're having yeah. someone reach across the keyboard to fucking L. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You all look down, saw L. I went, oh, shit. That sucks. <laughs> I, I looked at that and went, oh, look, my small hands won't reach across the keyboard. I'm taking the L on that one. Everybody listening to this, if they're at a computer, look down at their keyboard for us a second and went, L, that's such a random, oh. Uh, yeah, I got caught in 4K here. Ooh. <laughs> like, I have, like, decent-sized hands and, like, I would have to take 
all my I'd have to take every finger off my keys except for W and press L with my thumb. <laughs> I have to pivot my hand pretty fucking hard to hit L. There's a reason why you should only mm-hmm. cordon off about half, like less than half the keyboard for your button mappings. And for yeah. God's sakes, don't have things mapped to the same button that might actually coincide with each other. Because fuck mm-hmm. you, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I can manage to reach L uh, without directly letting go of W, A, and D, but it's definitely mm. not a good placement. I feel myself getting cramped trying to do that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's something you'd often need, that's no go. All That's right. why many use like F or E or mm. left shift, control, yeah. stuff like that. This I is believe awesome. V and C. Yeah. I believe parry mm. is set to F on PC on the remake. So yeah, that's pretty that's reasonable. Fine. This is yeah. also the that's reason why placement. when I play uh, 14, I mm-hmm. really only know my hotkeys upwards, like so your number bar up top. Mm-hmm. I only really know the skills that are mapped up to like number six. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can touch, I can like just touch and make, and with some assurance without looking, I'll, I can hit the right buttons up to six. Once I go mm-hmm. past six, bro, I'm guessing that is, I am, pro- <laughs> you better hope I'm not playing a healer and you better not be low health. Because if I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, there's a 50. No, I take that back. It ain't 50 50. There's a two and three. There's a two. There's a two and three chance you just die. All right. Oh, hey, oh, he has just... 10 health left. Let's see what I do. Click a oh, charisma boost. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's CD. dying, but he's dying fabulously. CD, <laughs> you're up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, for me, it's been. I've been continuing Path of Exile. Uh, Long the week to com- finally complete the main uh, main campaign, pretty much. So I'm now in the epilogue, where all the endgame stuff begins. But I'm probably not gonna do too much with that. And if I'm gonna continue something there, I'm gonna do make a new character that's uh, more of a tanky build because, yeah, at this point the uh, boss. Uh, enemies and such are dealing so much damage they can pretty much one hit me no matter what (laughs) or at least very close to uh, the one the boss in the uh, first uh, endgame map so to speak uh, was pretty much just um, letting small meteors rain and the fire that's uh, left there Pretty much beats the health down in yeah at most two seconds so if i don't notice quick enough and uh, activate the heal potion or don't have any heal uh flask left um, yeah that's a problem and it's not even a, it wasn't a really big area so then maneuvering uh gets a bit difficult hmm but the last few uh, acts in the game were pretty decent. Uh, I actually had a decent uh, mix of challenge with the bosses there. Some of them I didn't. Uh, 
I didn't have to do the usual grinding them down with uh, going in, doing some damage, dead, going back in, doing some damage, dead, and so on. <laughs> so that ah. actually worked out decently at that point, which, yeah, I guess I got lucky with a few of the items that I found, but definitely not a good, uh, not a good loot uh, build yet. I need some more uh, specific items for that one. Right. And besides that, I've uh, just been looking at some idle games and looking at their designs and all because I'm uh, just experimenting a bit with Godot, the um, free and open source engine. Hmm, nice. Just have a look at crafting some little things there. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Fantastic. Now it's my turn. Mm -hmm. this, this, the rest of this episode is special, everybody. Unlike a typical episode <laughs> where we talk about stories, this is the part where I get to ask the people on the show that include you, Pete, a series of questions that may or may not be interesting or slightly unhinged. Wait. Let's go. <laughs> they may also be semi-insightful so don't necessarily expect the unhinged all the time it was late i was hopped up on caffeine and i was listening to 40k lore so i think you might uh, really want to temper your expectations here for what you might be getting Okay. Other well, questions painted red. <laughs> Good old go faster stripe on them. <laughs> it's not my fault. That's how it works, all right? I'm not the one that created that shit. Oh, goodness. All right. So I have nine, but I am free to segue into tangents if one of you says something remotely interesting that makes me want to further ask you both. Questions. Good. I see you've listened to Rapid Reviews Radio, where I tend to do that a lot. Oh, <laughs> buddy, listen, listen. All right, my show did it long before you guys did. Don't, don't. Oh, I know it did. <laughs> I'm like, I never thought saying that we took we took the format of going on tangential like sides. You know, some sometimes sometimes a tangent is the best part of the show. Uh, all right, mm -hmm. fellas. My good friends, your first question is, without lying, give the most optimistic take you can on Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. <laughs> the I'll most go, optimistic I'll... one. The most, okay, without lying, you cannot lie. And if you lie, I... Fine, mm -hmm. I've got one. <laughs> It's being developed by Rocksteady. They've actually got a good track record when it comes to developing games. Alright, you know what? I believe you, Pete. I really do. I think uh, that doesn't feel that doesn't feel like you're bullshitting me, and I actually do kind of believe that one. CD? Without lying. Hmm. <laughs> you have to give an well, optimistic take. No, you said the most optimistic. Oh, that giving the doesn't most... mean it's optimistic. <laughs> give the most optimistic take you possibly can. On and also this. the fact that 
The fact that you're saying to CD without lying clearly shows you don't know CD. <laughs> <laughs> like, the without lying mm. part was mostly for you, Pete, if I'm 100% honest. You were the one I felt like would I mean, lie. Yeah, that's just the most optimistic I take I could think of would be it won't completely crash and burn because it's rock steady. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. And I wouldn't count that as really optimistic. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. All right. I mean, spot the lie. Yeah, not, yeah, that's the problem. I can't find it there. <laughs> all right, all right, fellas, your next question: Name a gaming trend that you like, but you also need to name a gaming trend you wish would go the way of Kotaku. CD, mm. you go first on this one. <laughs> a gaming trend. A current one, or you know what? You know what? You, I will let you. You can name just name a gaming trend. I'll, you know, I'll even help you by giving you guys an example of a bet of a gaming trend I wish would go the way of Kotaku. Mm -hmm. Okay. I would really appreciate if every fucking one of these games would stop trying to be an RPG without being an RPG. Ooh, that's a good one, actually. Mm-hmm. That, that's my take. I wish more of these fucking games would stop trying to be RPGs without actually committing and just being an RPG. If you can't come up with both, you gotta give me one. You gotta give me one of them. Mm -hmm. You're either going the way of Kotaku... <laughs> I feel like hmm. I should have said the dodo, but Kota, I you know I can't really I can't really. Okay, I I have a clarifying question then. Mm -hmm. Does it have to be centered solely on games or the games industry? Ooh, you know what, Pete? Hit me. What what do you got? Uh, well, just gaming trends that I wish would go away. Shock journalism, trying for outrage clicks. Mm hmm. Okay. You know what? Yeah, that's that's my that's a that's a mild take, but yeah, okay, yeah. I'll let you I'll let you keep that. That's yours. Well, which is also appropriate given the Kota way of yeah. Kotaku. Well, that's why I was hoping for. <laughs> I wanted to put down go the way of the gamer, but I I, I just I don't uh -huh. really wanna. I didn't want to give them there. That kind of honestly, there it would fit even better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I don't care, I'll say it. Fuck the game of this shit. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Let's see, a gaming trend I would want to go away. I don't think of a good one for want to stick uh... around. <laughs> <laughs> I think one that should go away would be trying to cram in open world into any mm. game. Yeah. No matter how well it fits. Ah trying to put more game into a game where it doesn't need to be there. And sometimes the open yeah, world kind isn't of that, even kind of that, the but... open world isn't even more game. It's just empty. Yeah. It's just mm. yeah. It's just... most of the time it is that way even if you yeah. if it doesn't fit, it's just more open space, nothing to do there and it just 
It's just there to have it as a buzzword in the feature checklist. It doesn't help the game at all. Mm. If it's a linear game, make the game that way. Don't make it an open world. Just make it segments, whatever. But mm. Mm. just make it what fits. All right. All right. You know, that's that's fair. I like it. Hmm. I dig it. All right, fellas. This might be a tough one. Games Hmm. are going up by $10. Will Hmm. we even buy less games, though? Will it even matter? Hmm. (laughs) Um, Well, based on the fact that Zelda Tears of the Kingdom went up to $70, uh, I still bought it, so, you know, probably... I've got to pre-order. Uh, I have bought less games this year, probably so far. But to say that I'm not going to buy games because they've gone up, mm, it's on a case by case basis for me. If I really want to play the game, I will probably pay the extra money for it or find a way to make it cheaper. CD keys, gotta love a bit of CD keys. Mm-hmm. Mm, gray market, baby. Gray market. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say on average. It's gonna be a mix. On average, I think there's gonna be less full price games sold. More CD keys on key sellers that are cheaper and more on sales. So the amount of games overall will probably be similar. It'll just be a bit of a bit of a mix up. So you think you think it's just gonna balance out in the long run? It's all just gonna kind of shake out pretty much. Mm-hmm. Pretty much overall, I'd say I, so. Because I'd like to then ask, like, this is gonna sound silly coming from me of all people, but mm-hmm. how much is ten dollars really? <laughs> like, no, like, hear me out. Like, ten bucks. Like, like. We've all like if, people like we have always made the argument that like games should cost less. Like that's always sort of been like development costs have marketing's gone up, but development costs haven't really gone up. Yeah, development cost has gone up, but what has also gone up is the target market in yeah. terms of amount of players. That has gone up significantly compared to the past. It's yeah. pretty much been, yeah, sure, AAA games. Costs have risen, especially during the first next-gen uh, switch to full HD, and then later on with 4K somewhat as well. Obviously, each graphical upgrade means more effort needed, more time needed. So development costs rise. But on the other hand the amount of players has also risen significantly over the years. So that's always been there to counteract the rise of development costs. And what has also risen in the years is how much uh, stuff has been done via DLC, which costs a significantly less amount of money to develop because you have all the basics. You have the engine, you have mo- much of the graphics, 
you have the basic mu the music the sound effects and all you have a lot of that already there so you only have to do smaller packages but you sell them at a significant upmark essentially compared to what you have the base game you have the dlc but the price difference is significantly smaller and that's not also taking into account microtransactions and all that mm -hmm. that you want to add on nowadays too yep so yeah, profits that's... have gone through the roof more than they have done mm -hmm. in previous generations yeah and the most extreme uh, example with a dlc is stuff like uh cosmetics like costumes and all yeah for yeah. Let's let's take one of the most uh, extreme examples: Dead or Alive Six, or Five, or Five, yeah, <laughs> or Street Fighter Four, or Street Fighter Five, or any basically any yeah. fighting game at this point. Fighting games are the most where that's done, but I think the last, uh, or is it is Dead or Alive is Six the latest, or is Five the latest? I'm uh, not sure. Six is the latest. But yeah, but, was yeah, but five already for... did that. Yeah, yeah, it was mm -hmm. over a thousand dollars worth of DLC, yeah. wasn't it? And that was largely uh, costumes, few characters as well, but uh, an extreme amount of costumes. And that's definitely uh, not something that requires that much money to develop in comparison to the buying price. No. Mm. Mm. Or stuff like skins in Fortnite, uh, mm -hmm. where you pay 20 bucks for a character, and that's just the skin and stuff like that. Sure, there might be some more effort in there, but 20 bucks. Damn. Or, or, or exclusive upgrade tickets for RE4 Remake, which is... That was such a scummy... God, that was, was that? a scum as fuck thing. Like, that was so dumb. Mm -hmm. It was I disgraceful. Was... Yeah. Like, that, yeah, like oh. bro, this is a single-player game. What the fuck are you mm -hmm. even selling these for? That is a literal pay-to-win. If that was in a online no, game, that's, people would be kicking off more. It's more a pay-to-save-time in that regard. Or a yeah. Ubisoft. <laughs> pay-to-save-time. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is a similar, it is a similar uh, concept, yeah. But the thing is, uh, that's... That's that's uh, mainly, I think, in the Western versions for Capcom because they saw, okay, people buy these DLCs, so let's put them in. Yeah. That's so let me let me ask you guys this then, right? Mm -hmm. Assuming like we see a time when like all games are now seventy, right? Not just mm -hmm. certain games, all games are seventy. So all AAA games, or I mean, uh, all indie I'm games. Guessing those. Well. Because well, okay, with not, indie not, games not and all, indie, not indie. We're not going to include mm -hmm. indie. We're gonna, we'll say, mm -hmm. I don't know, double A, triple A. Okay, know? I was going to say. Imagine trying to charge seventy seventy dollars for Undertale. Great game, eh. Jesus Christ! It's not worth seventy dollars. You know, I feel like Toby Fox could probably pull it off. I don't know how he'd do it. I feel like he might try. I I, I feel oh. like I feel like he'd do it for the bit. If you'd put both AAA and AA into the same category of $70 games, yeah, that definitely would not sit well with people. No. That would absolutely not sit well with them. All right. So let's uh let's listen let's, let's try to get this to a good to a good medium then. All the like $70 becomes the norm for AAA. 
fun. Triple A mm-hmm. games, that's the norm. Every triple A game that comes out. As, yeah, I mean, it's pretty close to that now. Mm-hmm. With the uh, next wait, gen titles. Where are we counting fucking. Is NIS triple A then? Are no. those. No? That's not triple A? No. NIS isn't triple A. They're by far not that big. Oh. Their development budgets are much lower. They are double A. But don't they charge triple A prices? Mm, I don't I'm think they. Pretty, pretty I don't sure think I they charge 60. seventy. Pretty sure I've paid sixty for almost every, for every single. The, the only game they ch- yeah did they did they how much did they charge for Disgaea Six on PC? Didn't they yeah, charge? they 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 charge regular full price, let's say, but triple A has gone up to seventy. Okay. All right, so AAA games go to seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, across the board. Mm-hmm. So, would you then, assuming you're on board with paying seventy dollars for the game, mm-hmm. would you start looking more skeptically, or just being a little more hesitant to spend even more money towards like DLC? Example, Pete. I know you play games like Destiny, or you used to play games like Destiny. And Destiny does have a habit of putting out full-priced expansions, yeah, fuck, right? Yeah, fuck off. 40 quid season passes, they can get fucked. <laughs> so, if you were paying $70 for, like, Destiny 3, right? Or, fuck, I'll say Destiny 3, right? Mm. And then, I don't know, a year to, like, a year and a half, they put out their first big, ex- their, their big expansion, and that motherfucker is, like, 50 bucks. Yeah, it'd make me think about that one a lot more yeah. than it would. Yeah. Like it's, it, it goes beyond the round ra- the realms of an impulse purchase. Then, like it's one that you actually have to strongly consider whether or not you're going to put your money down on that. Especially when you know life gets in the way and fucking everything is rising in cost at the moment. You know, can I really afford to spend fifty fifty quid or fifty dollars on a DLC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially, that's that's the thing I was. Uh... I was thinking of before when you said it's just ten bucks more. If it would be only games, that would be more costly currently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I was keeping nowadays it solely everything to a realm is games, going up. You, given the context of where of where of the time that we live, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair, fair enough. But yeah, so you so so what you're saying is, Pete, is that if you were already locked in at like seventy bucks for like the base game, and then Bungie mm-hmm. was like, hey. Our our big content expansion is coming out, and it's like fifty dollars. It's like, yeah. uh... well, I'm afraid to say in this situation, Bungo can go and suck my dick. I ain't getting my money. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, at that point, things like that would be a much. You'd have to really deeply consider whether or not you wanted to spend the kind of money on it yeah uh, i think it's it's one of those things it's on a, like i said case by case basis depends on the dlc depends on the level in which the game that i'm enjoying how much i've played of it and whether i feel like they, they warrant that kind of purchase mm-hmm. yeah that's that's reasonable yeah. that's that's fair i can't i can't argue with that i will say mm-hmm. though at $70, I know this is something I've been thinking about myself. Like if game if I if I'm putting out like $70 per game, your content DLC that you're going to put out 
inevitably. Would have to be pretty good. Mm -hmm. At if I'm paying seventy for the base game, either mm -hmm. the base game has to be fucking fantastic for me to well, even consider it. For me, for yeah. me to even consider it, or B, you're putting out a piece of content that's fucking fantastic. It it better mm -hmm. fucking blow. It have to be like uh, blood and wine from Witcher Three. Mm. Like blood and wine that kind of quality. Blood and Wine from Witcher 3 uh -huh. was its own game. It wasn't like calling that an expansion, calling that DLC does does it no justice. That was... Considering the price they sold that at, that was a great deal. <laughs> yeah, like mm. you were basically just getting a whole new game, a whole new map. Like you got... You got Obviously not as big as the base game, but it was a it really was, big It expansion. was a considerable amount of stuff mm -hmm. that you were being handed. So yeah. at $70, because you all, because we all know, like, if the base game's going to go up, we're not going to, the DLC prices ain't going to come down. Like, it's not like they're going to start mm -hmm. charging us magically less for DLC. No, shit's going to be just as expensive. Yeah. So... I'd say with Witcher three specifically, if the base game would go up ten bucks and the DLC would go up ten bucks, that would still be a good, good price. Mm. With things like Destiny, as you said, those expansions are already at a significantly higher price. All right, so, so there, so that would be a big problem. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a more pointed question for you then, CV. I'll use an mm -hmm. example of a game I know you like. Mm -hmm. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Because I know you like the game. So mm -hmm. let's use that as the context for you then. Base game is mm -hmm. 70. The expansion content comes out and it's like 40. From yeah. your experience with like, we'll just use like the original game as like the basis for this. Because I don't know how much you've experienced of the sequel and all that. Quite time. a bit. Yeah, Quite okay. a bit of it. So, so we'll but... use... Hmm. Because that was a game you that were pretty game? positive about. So I feel like that's yeah, a pretty definitely. good, a pretty good, like. But with an expansion for 40 when the base game is 70. Huh. With that game, I might have gone for it, but. You'd have to. It would be. It would be some consideration, right? It wouldn't be a, a bit of consideration. I would. Uh, I would probably look closer into it, and and it also. It's also contextual. The the more often I'd have a positive experience, the that would mean I would lean more likely into that direction. If I have a negative experience, I would be more careful in the future. So. Mm -hmm. Overall, that's not a uh, that's not a uh, flat. Uh, All right, so it's date it, there it, because I'm with prices. Uh, I am already not always going for the for the full price. It very much depends on the game. Yeah, fair enough. Because I know because I, I have know. quite a few uh, games in my Steam wish list, and I am watching them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> waiting for that summer sale to kick in. Uh, yeah, partially that. Yes. 
Summer yeah, sale. Yeah, I'm doing the same at the moment now. Mm-hmm. I'm PC playing. So. Su- summer, summer sale, Christmas sale, spring, spring sale. It doesn't matter. I'm uh, always end of the month sale, yeah. end of yeah. the week sale. <laughs> you know. Yeah, sometimes they have flash deals or special yeah. weekly sales or something where they have the the price significantly reduced. So yeah. So next question: As we get older, mm-hmm. supposedly. Our gaming habits change. How have your habits changed? Now, I can tell you a habit of mine, and I don't know if this is really a habit or just things I look for in games that has changed, but uh-huh. I'll give you an example for me. When I was when I was younger, like high school, junior high, if you asked me uh-huh. what I cared about in like a in like an RPG, I told you story. Uh-huh. If you asked me now what I care about in an RPG, I'd be like, systems, mechanics, fucking, Mm -hmm. can I grind? You know, are there things for me to do? Like, yeah, I like the story, but can I become a god? (laughs) You know, that's what matters, which I feel like is a really weird inverse as I get older, because you, because like the general consensus, you get older, you have less time for that shit. But like I get uh-huh. older, and I find myself like, bro, I got like an hour of spare time. What can I can I grind in something real quick? Can I like, <laughs> can I like power grind or some shit? So what <laughs> what habits for you guys have changed as you've gotten older, for better or for worse? <laughs> <laughs> or or are you guys also in that camp of I just have less fucking time for this shit <laughs> I, I'd say as a symptom of having less time I've become very a, a lot more selective about what I play these days because I, I have to sort of guarantee to myself that I know I'm going to like something whereas if, I, if I'm spending $70 or 60 quid on something and an hour in I'm hating it I'm like that was a waste of my time, my money, and my, you know, my wish to want this to be good. <laughs> it's like, I may not, it may not be a shit game, it's just, to me, it's not enjoyable. So, I think having things like Game Pass available does kind of help with that, where you can obviously just download something as part of the, a subscription. But, yeah, I always tend to sort of veer more towards genres I know I'm going to enjoy, like platformers and fighting games, and that's about it. It's very hard for me to break that mold these days. All right. Uh, good. Uh-huh. Next question I'm going to ask them because there's actually a question about genre on the list. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, thank you for that. Really yeah. helped me out with that one. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, over time, comparing from the beginning, I think things have changed quite a bit over time because at the beginning it was more like yeah okay you had much less of a um much less access so i was more looking towards anything i had and playing that deeply and playing it a lot no matter what genre or what kind of game it was and even the not so great ones i um uh, played back then then as time progressed i focused more on specific genres and nowadays it's 
I still focus on some genres, but I do try to spread out a bit and also um, look at some of the past titles that I've um, maybe missed or didn't uh, play as much. Oh. So that's it's been quite a quite a let's say an evolution over time. Yeah, see, I feel like the odd one out here because the only thing that changed for me is <laughs> the systems. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the sis for me. It's the systems. It's been the systems. Mm -hmm. Like me coming back to YouTube and creating content made that very abundantly clear mm -hmm. to me that I care mm -hmm. more about the systems than the story. I don't sometimes look. Sometimes I don't care what is happening in the story. I just mm -hmm. want to engage with the multiple cogs and machines in this piece of software so I can become a god. How I get there, be damned. I want yeah. to become a god. I don't want to eat the bread. I want to know how it's made. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I feel like, sometimes I have to really ask myself, like, if if all I really want is just the mechanics, but not the story... Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a weird disconnect for me to have because what that puts me, what that does is I enjoy a lot of games or I enjoy mm -hmm. a lot of things where the story could be like mediocre to like almost kind of bad, but like the systems are, they fucking hit that mm -hmm. fucking monkey part of my fucking brain and I just can't stop. Final Fantasy 15 is like the worst example, man. That game hit that part, that addiction part of my brain for like two straight months. And I was like on a completion fucking rampage. I became a god within like 20 hours. Like, I had no reason to do it, but... I wanted to see the numbers go up. And then by the time I was finished, the numbers had went up, so... <laughs> there, there I, think, you. I think a contributing factor to that is back then if you go back enough you probably didn't really understand the systems as much or you didn't even think about them no you went to, into the games in a completely different way yeah and no. then over time you play more you experience more you understand the systems which makes the focus shift yeah now now the first thing i do in the first few hours is okay how does this system work mm -hmm. oh that's how it works it. yeah how, how, how do i exploit how mm -hmm. do I, how do i engage the capitalist part of my brain and exploit the system <laughs> to my advantage <laughs> The capitalist side of me must exploit something. It's just the way my brain works. I have to. But since you brought up genre, name uh -huh. a genre of game you would like to play more of, but you don't. Mm. Either you don't, or you can't, or you just fucking... Every opportunity you have to try it, somebody's hitting you up on Xbox Live to go play something you're comfortable with, and you're just like, you know what, I'll try that some other time. Okay, I think the one for me would probably have to be MOBAs. 
they're, they're always something I've been somewhat interested in trying to play, but the fucking barrier to entry is so massive, it's unreal. Oh god, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I haven't got time for that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn-based cynics. Pete is too old for this shit. <laughs> Pete is too. Pete is too old for this shit. <laughs> Turn-based grand cynics. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of bunch of fucking These old. These boobas and their damn dingle fangles. <laughs> like if you like, but all right, but like, you you say that, but you play like. How much would you be like? What is your like that line that you draw? Like the amount of time to dedicate for your like? Okay, this maybe this isn't worth trying to get over the wall. Like how long? How long? How long do you see yourself spending with like something like Street Fighter Six, and like maybe becoming? I won't say amazing, but you know, fucking, you feel pretty good that if you get into an online match, you're not gonna absolutely get clapped. <laughs> Sorry, you must know nothing about my player, my Street Fighter playing. Then I must have clocked at least two hundred hours in that first year, and I'm still shit. <laughs> he's still getting clapped. Like <laughs> he's like two, three hundred hours. I'm still getting those. I'm still getting clapped. Oh. Finally, I'll make it out of this bronze leak. Ooh, it's not Ooh. that long, I promise. But, no, so, so for something like MOBAs, I, I would probably say like, if I haven't got it within the first 10 hours, then I think I'm just probably not going to get it. Okay. I've ran into that wall for 200 hours now. Two crumbs have fallen off. I am going to make it through there at some point. Hey, man. <laughs> McCann, hey, man. There, there are a lot of people in the uh, in the FGC that are like, you just gonna have to lose mm-hmm. and lose and lose and lose mm-hmm. some more and eventually you'll you'll get good and it's like bro how much time do you think i have to grind like i i yeah i got time to grind but like i'm i'm not i've got 14 hours a day to grind not yeah. quite that bad i may have like an hour a week <laughs> CD. I'd say for me, that genre would probably be RTS. Because hmm. I've been back in the days, I've I've played those quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. Starting with Dune, two, uh, Command and Conquer, Warcraft two, and a few others, and I don't know over time. For for one, obviously, the amount of uh, games in the genre has declined rapidly after that initial uh, boom. But even nowadays, when I look at them and try them and play them again, it's for one, it's not quite the. It doesn't feel quite the same. And the other thing is, I have a lot more other games uh, to play, so it's kind of a yeah. The draw is stronger from other directions, but I still find them fun, especially when I play things like uh, StarCraft Two, 
when I played that to continue the campaign there, especially those things I really liked. I'm gonna tell you guys what genre mm -hmm. of game I want to get into, but I mm -hmm. just I just don't. Can I guess mm -hmm. first? You can guess. You're not gonna guess right though, but you can guess. Uh, I would have gone with Twitch shooters. No. No, I don't want to. That's just a, that's just a, I'm just not going to. That's just Yeah, fair like, enough. Yeah, that's just not mm. that's not even like on the list of potential things that could happen in an alternate universe, all right? I'll I'll tell you, I'll tell you it's oh god, I don't know I don't know if it's really a genre or a type of game. It's mm -hmm. like farming simulators. That makes sense. Like, uh, yeah, that is definitely a genre. Star Stardew Valley, those kind of things. Like th those kind of games. Like I want to, yeah, I want to get into those games because those games, they on paper seem like they hit every single fucking piece of my RPG monkey brain. But <laughs> I can't. I just, I can't bring myself to do it. Because I care about the little bit of productivity I do have on a day-to-day -day basis. And if I start, I'll never be productive. <laughs> the, the productivity stops. That's it. There's nothing left. I can't do it. And it's like, I, they're not even like bad games. Like, what? Well, there was one called Harvestella that came out like not that long, like, not uh -huh. long ago. Yeah. And like, I played yeah. the demo for that. And I was like, man, uh -huh. this is cool. And I'm like, I am not buying that. <laughs> I am not, I am not so, by. Hmm? So essentially simulation RPGs. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's... Mm -hmm. I guess oh, that's this demo it. is a 10 out of like, 10. Well, I'm never playing this. Story yeah. of Seasons, Harvest Moon. They're those would be in that category as well. They're all games that like, mm -hmm. I know I would like because they all scratch mm -hmm. that itch for me. But I refuse to let them uh -huh. scratch that itch <laughs> for a reason that we're going to delve into with the next question. Mm -hmm. Because it is pertinent to me personally. And that is, mm -hmm. is handheld gaming the future? Or are we silly for carrying this crap around with us? Hmm. <laughs> Is handheld gaming the way gaming is going to go? Or I'd is this say it's one of the ways. One of one of the ways it'll go. It's never gonna replace stationary gaming. But it's definitely gonna stick around. The Switch has proven that. And the Steam Deck. And mobile see, phone games. See, and that too. Yeah. And see, and that's the problem. That's the I bring up mobile gaming for a fucking point, for a fucking mm -hmm. reason, because this this fucking thing won't let mm -hmm. me just put it down, right? <laughs> so like, when a mm -hmm. game that has addictive mechanics or some shit that fucking scratches the monkey part of my brain, I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, that's on Switch. I'll never have to put that down, mm -hmm. and then nothing gets done. And that's my biggest issue. Like, I know, look, I know where my weaknesses are. All right. It's uh, RPGs, it's skill trees, and it's 
never ending filling bars. Mm. Yeah, like progress bars. They just never stop. They, they, they just actually fuck it. I will just segue into the other question I had on the list. <laughs> fuck it. We're already here, ladies and gentlemen. Strap in is about to get unhinged. Oh shit. <laughs> Games with an ending or mm-hmm. games that keep you coming back. It's one of those things, isn't it? It's like, do it's hard because there are certain <laughs> games that you really, really, really fucking enjoy playing that keep you coming back. Like, you know, like a live service game or a an online-only game, stuff like that. But then sometimes you just want to play a single-player game, experience a story, and then put it down and never touch it again. <laughs> never, never go back and fuck with yeah, that. Yeah, God of War Ragnarok, I'm never going to fucking play that again. I've seen everything I need to see. So games with an ending, would you count games that have a new game plus that, re- that have you repeated? Or would that be a game that keeps you coming back? I don't tend to go back and do new game plus runs on on games. Uh, for the sake of the question, because mm-hmm. all right, let me, Pete. You, I'm gonna, I need to ask you something, Pete, because this is important because you're gonna add some context to this. Okay. Do the credits roll at any time while playing Destiny? Is yes, there is do. there a, is there a credit is there a credits roll? Like... I believe once you complete the full campaign for that mm-hmm. uh, expansion, they do. Okay, it's I'm pretty uh... sure it's after each campaign. For example, the base game has a campaign with yep. a credit ending, and each of the DLC yeah. expansions as well. Yeah, I'm so, pretty uh... sure that's I'm pretty sure that's I'm pretty going... much the default for I'm games like that. I'm going to put new game plus. As keep you coming back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because once you beat the game, because like mm-hmm. once you beat the game, you saw the credits. The game ends. Mm-hmm. So any the engagement you have with it after that that continues the game mm-hmm. in that regard is the carrot on the stick. So mm-hmm. okay. Hmm. Hmm. It's difficult because nowadays uh, there aren't that many of those uh, games with an ending anymore in comparison because more and more have at least a new game plus or something post the campaign. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah. Well, had... they have some kind of stinger for a fucking DLC chapter. Mm-hmm. The few that I would count well there are still obviously games with an ending like adventures point-and-click adventures or the telltale adventures stuff like that which those are still great uh but there's really not that much left there i think if i would look at my uh list of games and which ones i've played most i'm pretty sure it's the games that keep me coming back fair for me 
My problem is, is that like, okay, I I I might play a game again, right? Mm-hmm. It might not be like right after, but like I might get the itch and like play like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Nine again at some point. I don't know, fucking. I'm bored, mm-hmm. and I just want to fucking do goofy shit in a video game or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I would want to engage with the new game plus so much. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes, I feel like I feel like the carrot on a stick for new game plus, at least as far as I've always engaged with it, is you start the game again, but now you're like way stronger. And mm-hmm. for me, that's not a great carry on the stick because a lot of what I enjoy sometimes is coming up with strategies to beat those earlier bosses and stuff. So if I'm already if I'm already a god at the start, mm-hmm. it's like Chrono Trigger is an interesting case, right? Because the only reason why you're engaging with New Game Plus is to get the endings. So the yep. you're the only reason you're doing it, you're not doing like most people aren't playing through Chrono Trigger start to finish on New Game Plus. That's not that's not a thing. You're you no, certainly you, not certainly not in success in rapid succession. Yeah, no, you at least in direct succession. You might just put it you might do it if you put it down and then go come back to it a year later or something like that. Yeah, so for me I think it's games with an ending, because mm-hmm. mm. I like I don't I don't like because like mm-hmm. I'm fine with there not being anything after, right? Because mm-hmm. my assumption is that once the game ends, the game should end. Like that's it. Once I've beaten it, mm. motherfucker, that's it. Unless it's like a sequel or some shit. So I don't. I would. Mm-hmm. You. I don't usually sign on to the idea of like, oh, you beat the game and now the open world. Now the open world is still free to you. Nah, not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not really vibing that. That's not really. Mm-hmm. I I got the closure I needed. Thank you. Uh, the world's been saved. Mm-hmm. I can, I can put you down now. There's, there's no yeah. more need for me to play you. I've 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 gotten what I wanted out of this experience. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll put some more uh some more nuance on mine because it it partially depends on the game. The good games uh that I enjoy the story in some in some cases I have no problem putting it down and just not going back to it again even if there's new game plus or post campaign stuff or post story stuff and the like. But the games that I really like, there I'm very tempted to do more afterwards. Mm, okay. Because if they're like, uh, for example, Tales games or Horizon, as the example that you already picked at some point, those have the option to do New Game Plus, but with a higher difficulty. Yeah. So that still gives me the challenge and the enjoyment of playing the game again. Yeah, I'm glad you Most... raised that, because I was actually going to say the same thing about RE4 Remake, is that the new Game Plus mm-hmm. option allows you to play it on, like, Professional and Hardcore as well. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, I don't directly replay them when I've beaten the game. I might, depending on the game, I may do some post-story content and side stuff that I've uh, missed before. 
depending on the game. But then I usually do a break. And when I go back to the game, I do the new game plus with the higher difficulty. So I already have a lot of stuff done, as in levels, equipment and all, and look for stuff that I've uh, not I've not done in the story in the first go, for example. I think for me, though, the problem is, is I'm looking at this mm -hmm. contextually as someone who plays games the way I play them for, like, videos mm -hmm. and shit. So, like, yeah. a lot of my context there is based on that. And when you look at the context there, one, I'm not going back, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, and once I beat it, I'm not going very back. Very thoroughly played through them, usually. You, yeah, usually, yeah. <laughs> usually, like, by the time I beat the game mm -hmm. on video, I've already put 30, sometimes 40 hours over how long to beat says... Mm -hmm. So by yep. that point, like, God, I've gotten my money's worth. I don't really need to go back and redo this unless there's really something I really, 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 really have to go get. Case mm -hmm. in point, I did not do something in my initial Final Fantasy VII playthrough. Mm -hmm. did not, I forgot to do it. I forgot. Straight mm -hmm. up. Um, what was it? You go, uh, third disc. You go into the Shinra Manor where you find Sephiroth on the third disc. And Cloud has a flashback scene of him and Zack in that moment where Zack gets killed. I forgot to do it. Now, that didn't matter so much because before I did 7, I did the Crisis Core for PSP. So the context was already there anyway. So I was like, I don't really think people need to see this scene again. I feel like we all... So that was essentially an optional boss fight. Yeah, an, an optional thing you could do uh -huh. in the original seven, but I didn't feel like I needed to do it. Oh, well, okay. I not. I'm not gonna make it sound like it was a choice. I forgot. I dead ass, full ass forgot. Like <laughs> it, it slipped my mind. I was at mm -hmm. like like eighty hours of actual work put into this fucking yeah. playthrough. I was like, I'm done, and then I was like, Oh no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> fixing it now though. Like that's not. I'm not doing mm -hmm. that. No, fuck that. I'm done. I'm not going to go back and fix yeah. that. That's ridiculous. So, mm -hmm. uh, for me, a lot of it, a lot of it, I think, still kind of just boils down to, like, if it's content I'm creating, mm -hmm. I'm already going to put a bunch of time into it. And the problem mm -hmm. I have now is if it's not content... That's a really hard thing. Right now, it's really hard for me to start something without me thinking, this could be content. And then I'm like, well, mm -hmm. fuck. I don't want to play it now. This could be content. But that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Everything can be content. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Everything is content. And then you play nothing. So, you know, there you, there you go. It's the world that we live in. And those are the questions. I uh, I think that was actually most. That was actually all of them. I think I only left off like <laughs> one, but I felt like I had already kind of hit those at some point during all this. So they did not turn out as unhinged as I thought they were until the end. But that's because I'm unhinged. So you know, you know, you were thinking it was going to be me. I I I did. I did. I'm not gonna lie to you. I really thought it was you were gonna be the problem child here. Turns out you weren't. So, funnily enough, like people have this 
this idea of me, I'm quite reasonable. You're, yeah, like, you didn't go through two <laughs> bottles of wine in the, the hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> Look, Kylie's a special case, alright? <laughs> Kylie, if you see this, nothing but love for you, girl. Nothing but love yeah, for you, you know of that. Of course, yeah. Nothing you know. but love, but... You Don't need, you mean you, she has a special case? But you need... You, with you, wine you, bottles? You, you need to like you need to chill with the cough medicine because I I don't witness you empty a bottle during the show we did with you guys. That that shit's ridiculous. Look, I'm not actively encouraging this damaging kind of behavior, but I am the one kind of sitting over her, pouring it into her as she's passed out in, a, in a, like like an agent would do for a Hollywood like Hollywood star. It's like right, we've got a show. Like I'm not encouraging it, but I'm certainly not stopping it. So well, there is a reason why I call her the talent. You know, <laughs> the, ta the talent. <laughs> that is a talent. Yeah, exactly. There yeah, you go. That... Pete. You Pete is like Pete is like Two Face. One half is the talent manager. The other half is the Joker eating popcorn. Yeah, I believe it. Both halves are more like that. I want to watch the world burn, but I don't want to watch it burn. I want to watch the world burn, but I don't want to be here when it burns. Yeah, you don't flip coins, you just flip a grenade. Yeah. It's... I mean, sometimes with the pin in. Yeah. Exactly. Sometimes. Like, it's just some... random. Sometimes yeah, 60% I play... of the time. Sometimes I, sometimes I play Russian roulette, but I have no control over the gun, so I'm just like, well... <laughs> Oof. Really? I play Russian roulette with a bazooka. <laughs> what's your survival what's what's the survival rate on that one? Uh zero point zero 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 one percent. Yeah, about to say I don't think the survival rate's very high, is it? Uh just ask Leon, he has an infinite launcher. Oh, yeah, survival rate does not does not go very far with that. Let's uh, see, what do I have here for in the Russian roulette? Oh, a fat man, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, everybody, I hope you've all enjoyed this lovely show. As always, it's always been a pleasure to have you on, Pete. The Thank you, you for having me back. The unhinged uh uh Joker to my Batman. You know, it's always nice to have you here. Uh, you know, call yeah. it, you know, maybe, maybe not that. You're more, you're less Joker and more hmm. stilt man, maybe. Uh, How dare you slander me like that? No, we don't like <laughs> I could have said Look. Captain Boomerang, but I, you know. Okay, all, all right, all right. I'll give you that one. I'll leave yeah, you. I could have said Captain Boomerang. Well, but we all know that I am the Joker to your Batman because you need me as much as I need I... you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Some days. I live for this shit, you know. I I know you I know you do. As always, everybody, you can find us on a variety of platforms such as Amazon, Google, and Spotify shit. I always Bye. forget that. I always forget that last one every fucking time, guys. <laughs> every fucking time. I do this shit every week and I always hesitate on that last one. And you can also Somebody... find our video podcast 
on our YouTube channel, Turn-Based Cynics, every single Sunday, along with the audio-only versions every single Sunday, unless I have to eat a piece of footwear with some bacon wrapped on. Need some, <laughs> wrap some bacon around it. Really do it the American way, you know? Just slather it in bacon. Bacon and cheese. Deep that... fried shoe with bacon. Bacon? <laughs> I mean, it won't taste any worse than a uh, than a Burger King burger. To be fair, I don't know, man. You all, look, y'all can slander Burger King all you like, but a Whopper ain't that bad. Y'all be putting. Sorry, um, wait until you come over to the UK and try Burger King over here. You won't be saying the same thing. Yeah, oh. well, pro yeah, you know, I I might actually agree with you on that one. Yeah, they claim it to be flame grilled. They're fucking microwaved. It's bullshit. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Exactly my point. Ooh. Uh, Pete, I'm sure the audience knows where they can find you. You've been on this show as much as a Jay Leno guest, but for the for for the for the sake of continuity, Pete, where can people find you? Not like they're gonna have trouble finding you, anyways. Yeah, so the, for the one percent of viewers and listeners that don't actually know, I you can find me on Rapid Reviews Radio with my co-host Kylie, the uh, the drunken one herself. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and a ver various number of places, including YouTube, as well as the uh, the Never Watchers podcast, where I cover films with my friend Kurt. And we're finally moved away from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and covered a good movie. Ah. Uh, we are currently in the process. Dungeons and Dragons. I right? said good movie, not pile of shit. What? Bullshit! No! The new Dungeons and Dragons movie is supposed to be good. I like the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Fuck you. I'm no, dying on- no, I'm sorry, no. fuck off. I'm not giving Wizards of the Coast my fucking money. They can suck out. Oh, no, 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 That's you're not. That's one thing, no. but it might still be a good movie. It at least from be. all I've heard. From what I've heard from people that are fans is, of D&D. It, it is a fun campaign movie. You're basically just watching a campaign in movie form. And I love it for it. Fine. Fuck you. We're, the we're movie... all entitled to, they're all entitled to our opinions. That's all I'll say. Oh. Are we? Are we? Yes. Uh, but I but... completely understand your boycott of Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, That's okay. Fine. Your boycott of Wizards of the Coast is valid. Yeah, that... okay. Maybe I spoke out of turn and said it was shit because I haven't seen it. But, you know, <laughs> from Your everything boy... I heard about it, it sounded shit. Yeah. I don't think it was. I have I heard some rave reviews about it, though. Mm. I Look, look. You I mean, boycotted the Mario Wish... movie has certainly had rave reviews uh, besides some uh, unplugged Game Boy mentions. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not get into that one, shall we? Because I've got many a thought and this will go wrong. And in any case, everybody, I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Turned out to be more hinge than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Maybe I need to cut back on the caffeine. I think that actually might have kept me from being unhinged, which is a little weird, but I'll figure well, it out next Either time. less or more caffeine, depends. Yeah. In any case, everybody, have a fantastic week, and we will see you all next time. Yep. Yeah. All right. Fantastic work. <laughs> They got rid of, like,
half races, didn't they? For Wizard of the Coast, isn't that a thing that they did? I'm sure they mm. did, yeah. Yeah, they uh, they got rid of those because the concept of half uh, is inherently oh, racist. Oh, bullshit. No, what? bullshit. E- what? Even half, though half elves like... and half orcs and stuff oh, like that. Fuck off. Like, yeah. in, like, breeding between, you know, between certain ethnicities has been going on for millennia. What the fuck is yeah. wrong with them? Like, I saw, well, you know, I mean, these are these are the same unhinged people who attribute a race in a fictional game to actual oh. people. So Yes, goblins are Jews and orcs are black. Yeah, brilliant. Well done. <laughs> of course. I hate bringing that up because every time I do, somebody yeah. hits me up with a, well, actually, Rezo, that's actually not, that's actually not uh, very far from the truth. Uh, the orcs were based off of African tribes. Of course they'd be based off of black people. They're warmongers. And I'm like... I think that says more about um, you than anything. <laughs> yeah, like... You're connecting African tribes to warmongers. Uh, yeah. Like, maybe... Maybe you're the problem. Maybe... Mm-hmm. Maybe you're the... Like, I might be the problem. Yeah. But maybe you're the problem. Maybe we're both... We're both the problem. Yeah, because like... even to- even Tolkien didn't uh, base them on uh, corrupted elves. So, hmm. Yeah, like, <sighs> and like there was also this thread about like racial traits being racist. So like every mm-hmm. race having a particular trait was inherently racist. And I'm like, yeah. What you mean, like white people being colonizers? <laughs> Black people, black people dominate in most sports. Just... I mean, I could have said one. It would have sounded terrible coming from me. Yeah, but... I know. I say I saved you the. Uh, yeah, that's know, why I asshole. opted for my option. Yeah, you 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 took the safe one. I'm actually pretty I proud did, of yeah. you for that because I was like, oh, is he gonna go there? Is Pete? Is Pete gonna mm. do it? <laughs> I, deba- I, I debated about it. I was like. Mm. How, how does how will this make me look in terms of optics? <laughs> like I was about to, I was about to strap in Pete. I was like, "Ooh, is he gonna do this right now?" <laughs> do I play the? Uh, do I play the card? <laughs> do I play the card? <laughs> he says as he reaches into his pocket, pulls out the card, and just Wait, like. Know- Qu- quietly puts it on the table. Yes, I do. Yeah, wait, oh, you know that the Yu-Gi-Oh gift where he pulls out the card and then this is the yeah. That's what I was yeah. imagining it to be. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I I mean, I'm pretty sure people have been making the comparison of the NBA and racism. I'm sure. Because what else is it that but a bunch of rich white dudes owning black people? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I hadn't really, like... You know, I don't really feel comfortable saying anything because I got chewed out for my tokenism joke. <laughs> and I don't even think that was a joke. That was an observation. That was just a, a comedic observation mm-hmm. I made and people got upset with me for that, so... <laughs> You're saying tokenism is good. 
No, <laughs> that was you took you took the wrong you 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 missed the you missed the whole purpose of what I was trying to say. There was a you're not even on the same continent as yeah, the point. There, there was a really good joke there, and not only did you miss it, you you missed it. Fucking. I'm a, I'm a... I'm afraid to say you aren't a clowny, but you are the whole circus. <laughs> so, like, I don't blame people for, like, Witchers of the Coast. Do they also do Magic the Gathering? Is that also them? Yeah. Or is that someone I think else? so, yes. Yeah, they do. Mm. Mm. I'm happy I don't participate in that. <laughs> uh, I mean, if it wasn't video game related, I would have said that as a thing I don't ever want to get into. Yes. <laughs> uh, how much time and resources do I really have to get into magic? Uh, how about none? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a money sink. And even if you had, would you want to? No. See, it was it, bad it's... enough with T uh, the Pokemon TCG back in the day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, they they lost their license for a very good reason. I. Uh... Mm. I found out, I told some of my other friends, like, I had been, like, really into 40k lore, uh, lore right? Just, mm -hmm. like, the lore of it. And they're like, oh, no, Rezo, stop. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? It's stop, cool. Stop, run, save yourself. They're like, they're like Rezo, <laughs> don't. I'm like, what? Y'all didn't stop me from enjoying SCP content, so why are you stopping me on this one? They're like, because there's shit you can buy with this one. Don't do it. <laughs> well, they have a point there. They do. It's, it sounds like that they're looking would, out for your best interest. That would be essentially the same as uh, if you would have said, I want to get started in the Gundam universe. Oof. <laughs> I considered at one point getting into building Gunpla. And mm -hmm. I, I, I will tell you what stopped me wasn't, it was a mm -hmm. mixture of things. It was, one, the ones I really wanted to build, like the ones I was super duper passionate about, like the ones I really liked, were expensive. Mm -hmm. And like, the cost to entry, because I'm not going to buy ones I don't like. Like, I'm not going to mm -hmm. buy cheaper mm -hmm. ones. I'm, I want to build the cool ones, the ones I actually have an attachment to. And when I get to those... We're talking like $150 or so per kit. Yeah, they can get pretty $100, $150. Yeah. And that's not including anything I need to get started. So mm -hmm. at that point, I'm like, uh, yeah. The possibility to go in cheap is there, but yeah, there's also the very costly things. I mean, yeah, so he, said, he says with a various range of consoles behind them, like a barrier of entry wasn't too expensive <laughs> to get into there. I, I, yeah, but there's only so many systems. That's true. The yeah, amount of gunpla is... is I, know, um, yeah. I don't... <laughs> a little it, bit more. <laughs> it's like the cost of... In, the thing is, like I could mm -hmm. deal with the reasonable cost of entry. Mm -hmm. But because I didn't, because I don't want to get into it and not be into it, like, you know what I mean? I've always been really big about, like, I don't want to waste my time doing something if I'm just going to be like, oh, this isn't worth the effort. <laughs> oh, <Nice>. yeah, see? <laughs> a few figures, although... Just a few. 
I don't want to. Gundams. Those are Transformers. I don't want to like get into it. <laughs> Didn't start with like some shitty ones I don't give a shit about. So I instantly mm. looked at yeah. the ones I give a shit about, and the entry on those is pretty high. So at that point, yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't know if I really want to spend that kind of money. My friends yeah. are mostly concerned I'm going to want to buy miniatures for fucking Warhammer and start painting miniatures. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to lie to you, it has only crossed my mind. Because an army of orcs in hot rod red and pink <laughs> sounds like my jam. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, bearing in mind that most people might consider that to be somewhat a bit questionable. I mean, building building an army of orcs, you know, <laughs> questionable questionable um i have it as an army of orcs there's a lot of things they do that are questionable i mean that's that's true (laughs) you know considering that certain people in the world consider them as we said to be a certain race that's fine might sound like you're trying to build an ethnostate you know what maybe i am (laughs) and i've got clearly got no place in it (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> like one of my buddies was like oh like cool you like 40k he goes imperium right i'm like no <laughs> imperium my balls <laughs> get fucked buddy he's like what no not imperium i'm like no he's like but space marines i'm like no. He's what like Space oh. Marines. I can't play fucking alien. I'm like, Space Marines? Why would I want those? He goes, Okay, fine. What what would interest you then? I'm like, I don't know. The fucking assholes who go who go around looking for a fight. <laughs> Dude, every story that involves the Imperium where orcs get involved, the orcs the orcs are the orcs are nothing more than just giant trolls. <laughs> they either they either troll the humans or they just do the most ridiculous things for no other reason than the fact of like we want to fight. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like Twitter. Yeah, like oh, we want to fight. I love it, dude. 40k lore is fucking fantastic, and anything involving the orcs is exactly why I want to get into 40k. I mean, it might be questionable in the uh, color armor they're wearing, but fuck it, they're orcs. They don't give a shit. <laughs> That's the good thing about Warhammer, I guess, is you can paint them however you like. Yeah, they think they think that pink makes them stronger. <laughs> and guess what? That's not technically not usable in lore because as long as they, <laughs> as long as enough orcs believe it, guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst you lot are teasing us for our, our, our color scheme, we're yeah. going to ruin you. Yeah. Well, actually, that's not canon. What's not canon? As long as the orcs believe it, it's true. How do you think, how do you think they have space travel? Because they all believe this giant hunk of fucking metal can fly. And as long as they all believe it... It can fly. You know what the greatest part about the orcs is? 
Like, they have all these, like, scrapped together pieces of junk that are guns and swords and stuff. But if you kill them, nobody else can use that shit. Well, yeah. It's, they it's don't just, believe. Yeah, it's just <laughs> junk. And I, I've, I've made it very clear, killing an army of orcs is actually worse. Because you get nothing out of it. Hmm. O- orcs go and kill Imperium. They get a bunch of scrap metal they can turn into a mech. Imperium uh-huh. kills a bunch of orcs. You now have to dispose of a shit ton of body and a bunch of fucking scrap metal you have no use for. <laughs> That's pretty sound logic. I'm picking orcs every time. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I get a I get a never-ending resource for every single one of you fucking hopped-up space marines I murder? Fuck yeah! <laughs> All right. I got to go get myself food. I'm starving. And unlike you, Pete, I don't have extra calories. Just, you know. I mean, yeah. look fair. Look, I called myself fair earlier. I deserve that. <laughs> you guys have a nice night, all right? Yeah, you too, man. Have a good day. Oh, 